You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings and welcome to Shared Sagas. This is going to be session five of our Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus campaign. My name is Tom, I am running the game as is our custom. Uh, let us go around the table and uh, see whomst we have with us today. You. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm playing Asha Bell, a human wizard noble. Great. Hi, my name is Nadia. I'm playing Shuri Harima, who is a paladin of Imata. She is human and she is here to steal your girl. <laughs> Great. I'm Nick. I'm playing Silvertongue, a dashing changeling sorcerer. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm playing Doctin Doc. Rock Delver, a uh, dwarf barbarian sports entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they, they, you can't call it wrestling, it's sports entertainment. Interesting. <laughs> and hey, I'm Sam. I play Adelise Aragast, a uh, tiefling warlock. What does a W stand for then? Well, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to recap really quickly. When last we left our intrepid adventurers, you had foiled the plans of the cult of Zariel, a devil-worshipping cult, run through and by the Vanthumpur noble family. Mordlock has been banished from the city, never to return, or will will he? Thirstwell has been remanded into custody with the Flaming Fists for a lifetime of imprisonment, however short that may be. Because of the fact that he spilled the beans and gave up all the information, obviously Duke Valmara Vanthampur herself, Vanthampur herself has been slain by her own hand, no doubt. No, no less. I must say that again. Punch by her face. face. <laughs> right? Stop yourself. Yeah. Stop yourself. Yes, and so that now, so what you discovered is that it was the cult of Zariel who somehow orchestrated the destruction of your fair city, Elturel. And the exact method by which they did so, and whether or not they can replicate this amazing feat. I mean, like, you know, cities don't get destroyed by hell every day. That's that's not exactly a common occurrence. How the fuck they did that. Also, why they did that. Because devils typically want to, you know, tempt, corrupt, rather than destroy. That's more of a demon and, and other evil wrathful gods. MO. So, very, very strange. Anyway, now, the one clue that you have, the major clue, is that one of the artifacts that was brought by Thavius Krieg, the High Observer from Elturel, mm-hmm. uh, who, of course, as we now, you, as you now find out, was a uh, high-ranking member of the Cult of Zariel, mm-hmm. uh, brought two very valuable artifacts with him. One was an infernal puzzle box, which... <laughs> Indeed. No, which, no, which you can't call it that. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. You want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> the regret arrangement. <laughs> wow. Which, which clearly uh, has something very, very valuable in it. Uh, you cannot open it yourself. Uh, I mean, you can try. But we have not tried. Inadvised. 
however, because you know that such so things... That's advised us. You yeah. can't trust that guy. That's true. Uh, however, you do know for a fact uh, that they are very dangerous to open if you get the, if you get it wrong. So any number of terrible mishaps can occur should you attempt to open an infernal puzzle box and fail. However, thankfully, uh, Ben has got a contact. Yeah, uh, specifically in Candlekeep. There is a tiefling sage known as Silvira Savakas, who resides in the monastery slash great library of Candlekeep. And so she is, amongst other things, an expert in hell, uh, an expert in the history of Elturel, and, uh, as luck would have it, also an expert in infernal puzzle boxes. Ben knows for a fact that she has opened many in the past, and so would be a good point of contact. So the idea is that you're going to take the puzzle box to her in Candlekeep to see if she can open that bad boy. Uh, so, it is the morning of the day that you are going to depart for Candlekeep. The sun is high in the sky. It is a beautiful day. The storm from last night has faded. You all met up, uh, obviously, downstairs in the... Uh, Elf Song Tavern, and then obviously you made your way out onto the street uh, with the intention that you are going to either stick together for safety or whatever. You've got a few little rounds to do. So anything that you want to do in Baldur's Gate this morning before you leave for several days, it's it's like a good five-day journey to Candlekeep. So uh, obviously going to be gone for a while. So yeah, anything you want to do uh, before you return, uh, sorry, before you leave the city, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. You have lots of money and you obviously, you know, can buy any provisions that you will need. I mean, I'm going to assume you just you buy rations for the road, yeah. obvi obviously. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly fine. But um, as we set our scene today, the first thing that happens is that Nadia <laughs> Shuri pops out of the shield. Whereabouts? So right next to you all. Uh, maybe about 15 feet away, actually. There, there's a flash. There is the... Uh, now you are growing accustomed to the flash of light and... There you are, on the side of the street. Uh, you are outside the Elfsong Tavern. Uh, once again, the, the morning sun bathing you gently. The creaky creak of some wagons going by. It's a, a little bit of fog this morning, but uh, yeah, there you are. What do you do? I think Doctrine screams and has his helmet at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he's on edge now. Like, everyone's attacking us, and, you know, we killed all the people that we know about, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It's the ones that you don't know about. There are all, are people still out there. So there you are. Okay. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Doctor, no. stop. God, you look terrible. What? She starts looking She looks the at same her, to me. Rhea Mantlemorn embraces you. <laughs> she just runs up. Rhea Mantlemorn embraces you. You have no choice. <laughs> she is an efficient hug. She grabs you and, uh, and hugs you very, very tightly and says, Oh, thank the gods. You are right. Oh, I appear to be. Uh, what has occurred? A lot. <laughs> Heroic deeds, noble endeavours, the usual. What were you up to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, not much of anything. Consoling <laughs> poor offensive spells. Yeah. Consoling poor Rhea, who thought you were gone forever. But look, she's back, just as I promised. <laughs> so Rhea just yeah. like just just like puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "But are you all right? Are you in pain? Do you recall your time in the shield?" I'm not in pain, and I feel whole, and I don't feel as though any time at all has passed. No. Oh, that's going to be well, not awkward, but we have a lot to catch you up on. Okay. How long have I been gone? At least another oh, yes. 12 hours. Yes. 
12 hours. Okay, okay, that's not so bad. You couldn't have done too much in 12 hours. Oh, oh I think you're fine. <laughs> oh. I think you're fine, that's not the case. There's the a lot of dead cultists. The Vanthlin Pools are dead, imprisoned, or banished. We have the uh, puzzle box that may be responsible for the destruction of Elturel. We are setting out to Candlekeep this very morning so that we can uncover more information about the puzzle box for an expert in the field. All with the blessings of the Head of the Flaming Fists. Indeed. All while you were having a snooze in the shield. Well, uh, well done, I suppose. Oh. Yeah, I was expecting you to come back at me. Uh, <laughs> thanks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with genuine so, yeah. <laughs> I don't get praised very often. Uh, so true. Well, I'm sorry that I left so suddenly, but I do we, feel it was beyond my control. All I can do now yes. is assist us and join in going forward. I don't think anyone can hold you responsible for what's happening. If anything, to blame is the shield. Speaking of which, while you were in there, did you see Mr. Froggy Boss Celestial Fellow of the Shield? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. All, all of you, with the obvious exception of Rhea, hear the voice in your head say, Blame is always laid at my feet. I had nothing to do with her disappearance. Well, I didn't blame you. I did. And also... Obviously you have something to do with it, because you're both in the shield. I do not know whether I am in the shield. No, you're definitely in the shield. Ah, I look over <laughs> at Rhea, who's obviously watching. Oh, sorry, we're talking with the shield again. Why does it not speak to me? You are not worthy. He uh, says you're too pretty for this yeah, nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it said. Oh my <laughs> Which begs the question of why he chose me then. Surely you, you must know something of this. I am amongst many things a warlord. I have chosen my armies in the past poorly. Now I am more discerning. Hi, alone! Wait, 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 wait. Uh, we an army? Are we in an army now? We are not. Okay, that's, I, um, good, good. Good. We are in Good. no one's army. Um, we I are am... a group unto ourselves, and we make our own decisions. We're... we're not being led by a disembodied voice in a shield. It's not anymore. <laughs> that paladin was very, very angry with me. <laughs> yeah, just the, the, the last time I was in an army, um, it didn't go super well. Which army were you with? Oh, um, it was uh, back home I was b- before I left. And... Hmm. I don't know, let's not talk about it. <laughs> so, so, changing the topic. Breakfast? Yeah, breakfast. I am. I need to get uh, bacon. And I need to get <laughs> eggs. And 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 if we're going on a so I'm going to need to get some more jerky, especially because I have to give mine to that bloody cat. <laughs> oh yes, is the no one else? What happened to that cat? S- well, Slobber Chops is still with you. Excellent. Oh, yes. You have not rehomed. You have not rehomed Slobber Chops. It's just like Slobber Chops comes up to Doctor and sort of rubs against his legs, and Doctor's just like. <sighs> pulls out some more jerky and gives it to Slobber <laughs> Yeah, Doctor... Slobber Chops likes Doctor the best. Do we need to... We Doctor's need to explain the, the cat. Says, so, sh- so, Shuri, you see an enormous, scraggly, long, grey-furred Tressum, uh, who has got a, a very kind of nasty-looking disposition. Think of, like, the biggest, grumpiest, angriest cat you can possibly imagine. Shuri just goes, aww. <laughs> he goes to reach out and give Kitty a little pity pat. Okay, so so he does the thing where he just kind of like gives you airplane ears and like looks and like leans back a little bit. Uh, give give me a charisma check. Does his wings go flat? Give it, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> his wings go flat. Give it give it some jerky. 
Let's see how well you do. Okay, okay. <clears throat> also, everyone's done very well role playing. You may mm-hmm. have one inspiration. Woo! Oh, um. <laughs> 16. That crazy slobber chomps. Okay. <laughs> Slumble chomps. Slumber chomps. <laughs> it's Slumble chomps, the winged cat. <laughs> Don't give Mark one. He doesn't deserve it. Too late. You've done Thank you. Here. Sorry. Nadia, Shuri, you are you charm him, and he just kind of rel- he just snuggles into your hand and allows you to give him scratches and gives out a very deep rumbling. It's like like somewhere between a pigeon's coo and a purr. Is he a shoulder cat, or is he too big to be a shoulder cat? Oh, he's, he's most definitely a shoulder cat because he, he can fly up there. Yeah. He's a head cat or a shoulder cat. Cool. He's my shoulder cat now. <laughs> he flies up onto your shoulder. Cool. Thank God. <laughs> but he has an uncomfortable uh, habit of digging in a little bit too close with his claws. But that's okay because you're wearing armor, so yeah. that's that's fine. <laughs> okay, so is there anything that you'd like to do before you leave the city? I mean, yes. Apart from shopping, we can just you know yeah. assume that you buy whatever equipment that you like. Uh, I'm going to assume that each of you spends the the, the one the five silver pieces to get uh, ten days worth of rations. Mm-hmm. Yes. And anything else? I would like to call upon my uncle Analdo Bell. Yes. And Bell's gate. Splendid. Well, you can. Uh, would uh, you like company on this little visit, or would you like to go alone? Up to you. Uh, I don't necessarily express a level of invitation, but I will tell everyone. I'm going to. I'm calling upon family. Uh, if you don't see me beforehand, I'll meet you at the gate. That's good. I won't. Do you? I won't crash the party. <clears throat> Do you need company? Hmm. Well. Ronaldo is, um, hmm, he's colourful. <laughs> How colourful? Why don't you come along and see? <laughs> Could be fun. That, and I don't want you wandering around on your own. Should be oh. careful. I'm given, um, being led to believe that you care. Uh, so, that's great. So you two are going to yeah. go up to the, the manor district, the mm-hmm. high the high city, to meet with your uncle, of course. Uh, now, you three, is there anything, anything special that you want to buy before you go? What is um, our situation with health potions and other potions? That's well, a very good point. at least three down. Uh, yeah, so in the bag of holding, I believe we are tapped. It's uh, down to whatever Sam's got. I've got two yeah. strength potions and one healing potion. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep, that tracks. Um, we've used all the health potions that we picked up. It's been divided between... Oh, it has, uh, yeah, it has, yeah. 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 Two, yeah. two. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. If, we can, if we can kind of generally rule that, we divide up we straight divide away, up. because otherwise yeah. it's really hard to keep track of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, with regards to health potions, there are seven available to be purchased today, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, as far as that goes. You will be able to... Actually, you'll be able to purchase those directly from the Flaming Fist. You have mm-hmm. enough, you have enough mm-hmm. uh, of a contact there, but... The military will be able to procure those for you. Obviously, each of them will be 150 gold. So, up to you. Wait, what are no, we looking no, like no, no, sorry. It's uh, so 100 gold each. They are okay at the present time. In terms of cash, it's have 1,220 gold pieces. How good are they? It's not too many. They're the 2d8 plus five. Ah, oh, okay, yep. I thought we had more than that now. Uh, in total, we certainly have, but divided uh, between five. Well, do we just want to get five? No, we patients. worked it out last week. It was like 2,100. Yeah, we've got... Um, yeah. I'll double check, but I'm pretty confident. It's uh, 1,427.80 each. There we are. Plus uh, 1,000 starting each. gold if we didn't yeah. spend it. Yeah. So yeah, you I would have about 2,000... If you haven't spent it, you should have about 2,427. A little under that because I bought some little things, but like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Do that was all the stuff we have totaled up till now. Okay. And Mark and I, we did calculations and amazingly arrived at the same. I just remember it because I've never arrived, arrived at the same. We arrived at the total and then we divided that total. Yeah. yeah. Alright, do we want to get all seven healing potions? I think so. Yeah, let's Corner do it. of the market. We're always going to use them. I mean, it's, yeah, one of those things that will always, always be useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. literally can't have too many healing potions. I don't know. Like, main, like, you aren't priority healer, which is like, you're not a healer mm. above all else. No, but I do have access to healing spells. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah. not, sorry. We have no negation, but I'm just so trying to say to have it spread out around. Yeah. If you're doing other stuff as well, it's yeah. good to be able to have an option, especially because you've yeah. only got, like, what, two spell slots now? Yes. Mm. Okay, yes. so in addition to that, is there anything combat-y? What else, what other things can we get, Tom? I mean, I keep asking people for swords that are, like, on fire always, but no one really seems to listen to <laughs> if, I mean, if, if anybody wants to get, for example, a magical weapon, you can you can do that. It's a thousand gold to That's have a weapon. Much, to have, plus the cost of the weapon. So, mm. yeah, like, the plus one enchantment on a weapon Where is a thousand. Braces of defense or, like, a cloak of defense. I mean, if you can afford it, you can buy them. Yeah, I couldn't remember how much you said they were. Oh, okay. Um, so wait, sorry. Bra- but but braces of defense aren't for those. Oh, you don't wear armor, do you? Okay. Nope. No. Um, I add my con to my AC. <clears throat> you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. My AC is sixteen. It's and will all, it will always be sixteen. Yeah. Go work, buddy. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> you that's gonna armor be, me. That's gonna be rough, a nice buddy. Vest. <laughs> Dashing vest. Tom, mm. yep. does the golden shield require a tune between us? Or are we all just attuned no, to it because no, it doesn't take an attunement slot. It does not. It does not take an attunement no. slot. You, oh. can, you can choose to attune to the shield, and as the shield has ex- has expressed to you, no, yeah, what, it, no, it, no. it would like you to. So I'm just thinking. I'm happy to keep carrying the cursed shield because we have but, a witty repartee. But once sure. I want to disguise myself, <laughs> yeah, hand it I off. have to hand it off to people. Yes. So just whoever wants to, because it gives you plus four armor overall. Yeah. I have a two-handed weapon, so it doesn't... Yeah, so yeah, it may well be. we can all carry it. It's yes. just a matter that it, 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 it won't transform with me. No. So therefore, so I'm happy to carry it the rest of the time. As long as I'm because it's fancy and it matches my cloak. Yeah. But the rest of the time, whoever wants to use it can take it. I don't know. Sure, he seems like the best fit for that. You can take the demon shield. Pick up a new body in addition to a cat. Oh, do you want me to... Sorry. Basically... I thought you just came down on you holding it. No, I'm quite happy to carry it most of the time, but when I have yes, to disguise myself, it doesn't sure. transfer with me, so I'll just give it to you. Mm. When you're holding it, you get plus two armor. No um, problem, Also, plus four. Tom, well, I think really by default, at least for the time being, mm-hmm. plus um, two shield with plus the two the dragon crown thing that I acquired yes. is probably just going to be choosing <clears throat> fire for the time being. Until sure. <laughs> That's right. Don't forget, you do have this really elaborate dragon crown on. Yeah. <laughs> we have to. I, yeah, we have to. Remember. It's also like Doc- hasn't, hasn't <laughs> taken it off. <clears throat> yeah, because Doctrine's wearing it like exact eye level for everyone else. Hmm. <laughs> Another thing that's been Nadia already has a shield. Uh, I do not have a shield. Do you I'm not, not a shield, shield person, no. Okay. At all. No. Okay. Then you I don't never have. have. <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> well, you guys have just decided things about me and I'm like, this is not true. I thought mm. at one point you had a scimitar or something. Yeah. I've that's got true. a scimitar and I've got a battle axe and I've got a javelin and I yep. do not have a shield. You can have a shield with the scimitar if you want. If I you know. Don't want, Thank you. Don't you. <laughs> Stop trying to voice the shield off on her. <laughs> Fine, I'll carry it. Leave the creepy demon thing. And just keep it away from me. Mm. That's why I asked. I figured that mm. might be the response. Ah. As we're walking down the street, this is happening. Yeah, this Stop trying to give me the shield. <laughs> <laughs> Get in it. Get in it. <laughs> Get back in the shield. Get back in so, the shield. 
so I must say though that so braces of defense of five thousand. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Because so, yeah. they're pretty. You know. I mean, to be fair, that's you know, defensive stuff tends to be rather yeah. rather costly. Uh, and you know, it's a very good item. But hey, listen, something to save up for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh so so Rhea turns to you and also to Shuri and Doctor and says. Well, frankly, I think we should all enjoy a lavish breakfast somewhere nice because it may be the last chance we'll oh, have in several, really good. in several days. Me? Yeah, let's go to breakfast. I give Doctor 50 gold to go get a breakfast somewhere else. The shield. No, she invited me. The shield mockingly in all your heads just says, Ooh, that sounds delightful. Someone's going to hey, shut up. Hey, yes, he doesn't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Let's be careful about not talking over Sorry. each other. But to uh, be honest, I think in character we're probably talking over each other. Probably. Like, that's, you doesn't know. make it any better for the recording. <laughs> anyway, so, so Rhea wants to go somewhere nice nice for uh, for a breakfast, which is fair. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to be on the road in, in the rain and 100%. eating rations and bullshit. So uh, let us say that you find an eatery. Uh, you you pick a halfling owned eatery because they're definitely the best. Yeah. Uh, you know, like nice little mom and pop uh, halfling restaurant, oh, but with, yeah. and it has it has inbuilt entertainment because um, the two female halflings that run it they're married and they just oh. scream at each other from the, <laughs> from the kitchen, to the, just, I just like the like whole time. Very thick New York accents. Agatha fucking how I told you. Number <laughs> seven table. Instagrammable food here. It's, it's, it is it is uh, <laughs> it's, avocado focaccia. It's tuna and avocado bread roll. You know avocado means yeah. so good at describing so many foods. <laughs> <laughs> Except so wait wait so what it is? It is. You asked the guy has no taste buds. Tuna melt with herbs and lemon with a side of avocado sprinkled with cracked pepper and sea salt. Gathered fresh from the sea. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. So <laughs> on a twelve hour no on a was it uh oh god what do they call it like the twelve hour rested something the like that? the something something sourdough something hour sourdough I forget what it is ah uh, my brain they use time magic to let it rest yes. <laughs> so you have oh a lot of yeah that Whoa. that sounds good Wait, so, no, 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 no. so, <laughs> so they're just like yeah, like the mortal body has three hundred fucking nerves in it you managed to get on every last <laughs> one It's called name. short and sweet. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Your go-to halfling. Any, any enterprise involving a halfling. I can't believe number three didn't send the breakfast back. The eggs look like you laid them. <laughs> <laughs> Just look like some Gordon Ramsay. Uh, yeah. This cow's this steak's so raw it's still moving. What are you? Yeah, okay. I'll get back to this. So, the, so, but but having said that though, so do you really indulge and just get like a, a really just amazingly gourmet yeah. breakfast type thing? Great. Okay, mm-hmm. lovely. Uh, so, 
you had a very pleasant and very entertaining breakfast <laughs> with the, the um, proprietors of Short and Sweet screaming at, uh, from the kitchen to the main for most of the time. <clears throat> Doctor orders two mains. There it is. <laughs> There is a Waterdavian halfling band like, of bards that yeah. may actually have a litigable case here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just see them roll out the front and just, let's go, let's go. Uh, so, uh, okay, so, so now we cut to uh, you two, yep. of course, in the manner of it. So we see you walking through, passing by many of the manors that are in Baldur's Gate. There is a... Not an overly fancy aesthetic. The, the manners themselves in Baldur's Gate, particularly in this section, tend to be kind of a bit grim and gothic looking, but I mean, still very lavish, but just, but just not quite as, I guess, welcoming and uh, beautiful as, say, a Waterhavian uh, villa would be. Uh, but yeah, so you go to your uncle's manor. Uh, there is a rickety gate out the front. There is even a graveyard in the front, like a mm. small personal sort of plot. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a tree that has, a, a, looks like it has blue fires mm. just glowing all over it. Uh, so... Basically, uh, flowers that are made of blue flame. Uh, you know that he, him being an enchanter, He's got all sorts of, you know, strange, whimsical decorations that he likes to do. You know, he's got a animated tapestries. He's got lots of uh, speaking furniture mm -hmm. and things like that. Yep. So when you walk up, the door knocker yep. is animated. You know, like the door knockers in Labyrinth, right? Like this is yep. got like, this oh. golden, <laughs> a golden gargoyle face that says, Hello, well, welcome. Do you have an appointment? What? So as we're walking up the pathway, I'm looking and I'm seeing the graveyard and I'm seeing the tree. Yeah. And I... So, what do I need to know about your uncle? He's, um, he's an eccentric that... And then I see the door knocker and, like, all pretense of nobility just kind of leaves my face. And this childlike wonder from, like, the last time that I was here when I was maybe nine or so. Yeah. Knocky! <laughs> Hello, it's been a long time since I've seen you. Oh my god, Nucky, you're still here. Have you been? Oh, oh, Nucky, I can tell you some things. I can absolutely tell you some things. Could you? Yes. Get quite bored here, to be honest. <laughs> Nucky, it's been awful. We came back to Elturel, and it's destroyed, and Mum and uh, Dad yeah. are dead, and I haven't even had a chance to say good... <sighs> Oh. I just, I, 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 Adelise puts like a hand on his shoulder. I haven't even had a chance to say goodbye. Pat, pat, pat. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's, that just really took a dark turn there. I <laughs> wasn't quite prepared for that, to be honest. I, you know, you say, I don't think you say, either of us were. You ask someone how you're doing, you, you're just being polite, really. You don't want uh, necessarily a, a breakdown in front of you. But listen, to be honest, uh, why don't I just open the door and get, get you out of the uh, poor weather? It's a nice sunny morning, so... <laughs> <laughs> Out of this abysmal weather. Out of this abysmal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this... And the door opens, and you can yep. see what looks to be a tall, thin, scraggly, short, white-bearded man uh, who has got glitter all over his face mm -hmm. and some paint <laughs> and lipstick smeared on his neck. Um, he is he, wow. is he is naked except for oh. a boa constrictor Whoa. that has got that, yep. that has wow. got uh, yellow feathers him. a yellow Ooh. feathered boa constrictor that like is strategically 
placed around yes. his body and animate, and it's a living feathered boa constrictor. Which I feel like I, I should have gone along now. Ha! Okay. He, he has bloodshot eyes, <laughs> yeah. um, and he uh, smells very, very heavily of dream mist, which is a drug. Mm. Um, he says, <laughs> He looks at you and says, Hello! Are you the entertainment? You weren't supposed to be here until this evening, but I'll take it now. Oh, by Jove. <laughs> <laughs> just, Adelise is like, just hands in front of her face with the most bemused yet amused expression. <laughs> the door knocker Uncle says, I'm presenting your nephew and company. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's been, an, it's been an age. How are you? And I just, again, just kind of looking very crestfallen at this point. The weight of the last three or four days is just kind of all crashing down. Uncle, I really need just a place to sit down for a while. Of course, my dear boy. Please, come on in. Come on in. I help him in. <laughs> Hi. Is this your girlfriend? What? No. What? No. What? No. What? No. You would be set up with someone. Oh, fiance, wife. Uh, Thomas. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, associate. Oh, acquaintance. I see. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Oh, yes. 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 Of course. Of course. Colleague. Is a Virus colleague. Of... That's it. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Adelise Ergast. <laughs> a pleasure. Charmed. I'm sure. I am equally as charmed. Uh, so he, he he escorts you in yep. um, with the the, the bar constrictor, of course, still uh, concealing everything. Just, <laughs> just. It's, doing, um, it's doing work. It's, it's doing its job. So you yeah. So you so you make your inside, and you can see that basically. Uh, uh, you know, there, there is a mirror which which he hurriedly runs up to and uh, and effectively turns off like a television. Right. Uh, you think you saw some illusions of uh, let us just say sexual activity. <laughs> right. Uh, so that mirror is is now turned off, and then he there is an animated uh, tapestry which uh, <laughs> is not you know pornographic in nature. Yeah. It just just has a nice uh, you know like fields of animals running around and stuff like that. So he leads you in through to a parlor and sits you down and says, "So how can I help you, my dear boy? Please sit, sit. Tea." Oh. Drugs? Alcohol? <laughs> let's, let's, tea would be really, really welcome now. Splendid. I feel like we've caught you in the middle of something, Uncle Ronaldo. Oh, you know, I've just been on, on something of a, uh, I suppose, a celebratory bender, shall we say, for the last few days. A celebration? Well, not a, ce- a celebration of life and the fact that I'm still alive. Ah. We've lost a, flo- a lot of people, obviously, family and whatnot. Uh-uh. So you have heard then, I say, taking all of this in. Yeah, he says, indeed, I am very, very glad to see that you are alive, my dear boy. I assume you were not in the city. No, no. Um, fortunately, myself and other colleagues were engaged in uh, a bit of a contract. But yes, uh, by providence, if nothing else, we weren't there. But at the same time, we have no idea what has happened or what could have happened. Yes, it it is certainly a a terrible mystery. And of course, the gossip is simply that this is one of the first many of of many potential cities that will suffer a similar fate. What do you think? Could Boulder's Gate, Waterdeep, Neverwinter be next? Certainly not Boulder's Gate. Uh, Uncle, there's a lot that I think we have to catch you up on. That tea would be very helpful there. 
Uh, he served you tea. And it was very nice tea. Lovely. Mm-hmm. He, uh, so I assume you ca- you yes, uh, catch van- him up on literally everything. The Vantham Paws, uh, involvement, uh, <laughs> the puzzle box, the shield. Like, this is this is everything uh, that has been up to date so far. And from for Adelise's perspective, this is kind of... This uh, is outpouring. Yeah, this is Asher with the shields down. Oh, interesting. This, well, not something so, we've seen before, uh, really. So far, so... You know, from the moment of uh, witnessing uh, the remains of El Terrell to taking uh, possession of Magda and the refugees, the uh, hike to Baldur's Gate, the um, recruitment of the Flaming Fist, and mm. subsequently uh, the uh, dealing with the cultists and uh, the Vantham paws, it's, you know, there's always been something more uh, urgent to focus on. Yes. But now in amongst uh, family and, you know, feeling the weight of everything, like, catch up, it's uh, Asha is uh, just pale as a sheet, uh, trying mm-hmm. to trying to tell the story. Yeah, and there are probably a number of times where you're going to actually have to step in. Uh, he right. probably gets. Okay, no, I like that. So that so you eventually, though, of course, you do manage to recount everything that has occurred yeah. so mm-hmm. far. Uh, he listens, and you know, sort of obviously uh, sobers up, sobers up a little bit. Yes, <laughs> most certainly. And he says, "Ah, oh, yes, well, I." If you seek answers to almost anything, then Kant will keep. And he sort of looks off into the distance and glares. Is the place to find them for some who aren't banned for life? Well, well. Uh, Oh, I have a gift for you then. Oh? (laughs) I was was intending on using it for my next journey, but obviously that won't be happening. Um, A a couple, in fact. And he he, he walks away and he comes back with two very different, but two very equally valuable looking books. And very, says, very, oh, sorry, just to interrupt. Yes. Very quickly while he's uh, moving off to get aside, yeah. I'm going to quickly whisper to Adelaide. Uh, Uncle Arnaldo was um, expelled, excommunicated, it's difficult to say. Right. Certainly he's not welcome back in Candlekeep. Why is that? There are competing rumours. <laughs> right. Some say that he uh, access to Wing the Library that he shouldn't. Some say other things that are probably not best, even in this company. <laughs> There's a moment where she kind of considers, and there's a couple Take of Taking the mirror and the bow of constrictor and everything. Take it, yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Somehow I'm not surprised. He should be. He's the only Belle who is not welcome back at Candlekeep. That's... It was quite the mark. That is... Yes. <laughs> so far. I, so far. <laughs> I, oh, right. That's something to keep in mind. Was yeah. this the warning that you were supposed to be giving me as we walked up to the, up to the door? <laughs> he wasn't like this when I was nine. Right. Thank the gods above. <laughs> you hear what sounds like an explosion. A small one. Mm. Oh. And then there is an unmistakable uh, stench of sulfur. And he, he walks into the room surrounded by purple smoke. I... But he has two books. Okay. And he says, here you are. Mm? The avowed uh, are getting pickier and pickier these days with uh, what they oh. accept as a, as a gift. Uh, that should cover you for, oh, at least honestly with that one. He points to a large uh, red leather bound tome. Mm. Uh, I've stopped flipping through it. Um, yeah. So basically it is a treatise on dryads. Ooh. Uh, by a sage of old. I'm immediately um, suspicious. First, first edition. And yes, oh. there are many naughty pictures. So, so number of <laughs> oh. First edition. He says, that should cover for at least three of you. Uh, mm. And this one um, definitely will count unless they have updated. 
I'm not entirely sure, but he has a smaller, a smaller blue book, um, basically, which is effectively just the diary of a knight from about a hundred years ago. But it is a, it's it's very very nice. It's a good it's a good piece of writing. It is being a diary, of course. It is at the very least unique, so mm. it'll count. Candlekeep requires the addition, a contribution of knowledge for those that would come ah. to claim it, and so. Uh, Right. Where possible, if we can find something to uh, gain us entry in the form of a book, it makes for uh, a more smoother, cordial relationship. Would this be something we would each have to give? No, I think what Uncle Arnaldo has provided here, we'll see everyone of the Elterol Amblies in... us. The first book is for three of us. The second one will be for the remainder. Right. Mm. right. Normally, Candlekeep can be pretty... Flexible if you're arriving as a group, yeah. uh, and, and oftentimes, if the group has a valuable enough book, it can count for more than one person. Basically, so he seems to this, be co- he's he's an expert, and he seems to be confident that these two will cover you all. This is this is incredibly helpful. I had I had no idea how I was going to get past the gates. <laughs> as well, those avowed can be ruthlessly picky <laughs> upon entry, as I found out, and. In case you're wondering, yes, they can see through illusionary disguises. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Guy Incognito. <laughs> Somewhere Silvertoe just sh- uh, sits up and is like, something terrible just happened. <laughs> yeah, my stuff is illusionary. I was about to say, it's like, ooh, I said it's a challenge. <laughs> I actually changed. Yes. Is this, but, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Uh, actually, it's more for Adelise's benefit. Is I, there anything you wanted to ask Analdo about what he's alluding to there? She, she looks over the books and is, so, how do you come across these? Oh, I'm something of a collector. I love books. I have a, a lavish collection. Which is why I spent so much time in Candlekeep. And back before I wasn't allowed back in Candlekeep. <laughs> You'll have to tell me sometime how you got these books. Oh, I shall. May all the gods watch over you on your journey. May the si- may the avowed, which is what the monks at Candlekeep ah, are called, yeah. may the avowed not give you too much trouble, and uh, may you return safely. Oh, in fact. Any, any, I have a gift for you. Oh, any, you've already been quite generous, Uncle Nalo. Well, truth be told, it was to another. It was originally designed for another family member, but they are no longer with us, of course, as they dwelt very, just very. They were very much in Elturel when it. Um, anyway, uh, and he, he goes. But I know you also enjoy dragon chess. Oh. Of course. And he gives you a dragon chest set. It's, it is beautiful and made from a combination of uh, gold and uh, sort of brown wood. Like, mm-hmm. Just re- really, really, really nice inlay. It, it comple- it, it's a completely foldable box, you know what I mean? Like a chest set yep. that's got a, yeah, like a nice engraved, beautiful, mm. beautiful handcrafted box. So yeah, he gives, he gives that to you. Uncle, this is beautiful. Thank you. He nods and says, I couldn't go to a better person. He says, I, may I ask you something before you leave? Of, of course, anything. Uh, I want your honest opinion. Uh, yes. Should I, and what few remaining family members we have here in Baldur's Gate, stay here? What do you think the odds are of Baldur's Gate being, to put it bluntly, next? The device that we think responsible for Elturel's destruction is in our possession. We're taking it out of Baldur's Gate entirely and trying to find out how it worked and then how to get rid of it. 
But the danger in the form of the cult of Zariel and the devices used in Elturel travel with us, or mm. I know more. Be very careful with that shield. Hmm? Yes? Do you know something about the shield, Uncle? I do know that Gargoth is a figure of great legend. Uh, to the, uh, rumors persist that he was originally a, uh, a high-ranking devil of some sort, a pit fiend, that, that Asmodeus specifically sent to the material plane to act as an agent there to tempt mortals and to corrupt them, uh, to be one of his primary, I suppose, tools on the material plane. But so good was he at his job, he uh, attracted a cult around himself. Uh, venerating he over any of the devils, including Asmodeus himself, to the point where he essentially got the following of a minor deity, uh, to the point where I believe that he uh, really ascended to be much more of something of a demigod, uh, the cult of the hidden, like the cult of the hidden lord. You see, and it was then I believe the most. Uh, accurate rumor was that he then uh, assembled a force to attack hell and try to destroy Asmodeus, which is why he was uh, cursed and bound or entrapped somewhere, either in the shield or somewhere else. That And he speaks through the shield. On that, the scholars are still divided. We know that whatever he is, devil, demon, demigod, uh, he's he not to be trusted. He cannot be trusted. Right. And more importantly, there are those that still follow him, and will do anything to have him in their possession. Thank you, Uncle. Is there anything you want to say to your uncle or anything before you leave? You take your what dragon. about who the people that worship Gargoth are that will do things for him? The cult, the cult of the Hidden Lord. Yeah. If there's anything that he knows about them. Yeah. Uh, John, I'll ask. This cult of the Hidden Lord uh, that worship Gargoth, is there anyone that you suspect that might be a member? or is Unfortunately, I do not know them, no. They, I know for a fact that there is the cult of the Hidden Lord and also the cult of Astroth. For you see, one of the many things that he did with his trickery and deception was put himself forward as a demon lord, of, a demon lord Astroth. Uh, rumours persist that he actually slayed the actual Astroth and took upon his mantle and took his cult for himself. So not only does he have devil worshippers, but demon worshippers as well. This well, is where some of the confusion... Us. This is where some of the confusion of his nature comes from. There's a sordid history to this shield and its, and its inhabitant. You might want to consider, and I know they will suggest it before, so I may as well get in first, that you um, submit the shield to Candlekeep for safekeeping. Same to, as much as I have conflict with those damned avowed, they do know how to protect their interests and know how to protect things that are in their custody. If you're looking for somewhere safe to store that infernal device, I imagine that the vaults of Candlekeep would be a um, better choice than most. It's basically a fortress. Mm, indeed, the fortress library. Yeah, we'll see what the uh, we'll see what the avowed have to say. Indeed, but be careful before you broach the topic with them. Um, <laughs> presenting the shield to them, they may not give you a choice. Understood, Uncle. And thank you again. Mm. And. If it's possible to do this out of game, yeah. there'll be a little bit of time where if I could uh, persuade Arnaldo that I could look at his library so as to uh, add to my uh, repertoire of spells. Yes, you can definitely do that. So yep. while they're having breakfast, you can you can copy from his spell book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, messaged you the spells that he has that yep. you'll, be, you'll be able to copy. So Excellent. obviously and you've, uh, let, let me know what you'll be able to do there. Yep. Um, so, fantastic. I'll be wandering around 
flicking through books. Nice. Mm-hmm. I am no wizard. <laughs> no, that's okay. That, you don't have to be. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. cut back to you three. So you are in the obviously yeah. So you finish up at the restaurant. Uh, we probably arranged to meet somewhere after yeah. we're all done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, then if you've purchased everything you need to purchase, you've had Ray is coming with you, of course. Uh, she wants to you know mm-hmm. see this through to the end, uh, unless you ask her to stay in Baldur's Gate. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's completely it's completely up to you. Whenever there's a shot of all of us, Ray is in the middle, and then Nick's on the right hand side, and I'm on the left hand side. Okay. And it's just it's always that configuration of how we stand. <laughs> Good. Just when, if you need to imagine camera angles mm. and, right, right. and shots and <laughs> frames and stuff. Very good. A few hours later then, we'll say a little bit past mid-morning. Yep. Yes. Did we not, I think we may have discussed last week, yeah, wrong, that she was going to stay here and like oversee the refugee yeah, settlement right. and protect them. Uh, I think it was, I think you floated it as an idea, but I don't think she took it up. That no. was the that was the suggestion made. Listen, I mean, it's her, her desire at the present time is to, you know, Follow along with this. Yeah. To, to, she, to, she's a warrior. I, pr- I prefer coming with us. Sorry, did you say warrior or worry? Both. Both. Yeah, she, she, I prefer her to come with us, but it would be good to know that we do have a trusted representative that, are, that are going to advocate appropriately for yeah. the refugees. Because they're supposedly getting good treatment, but the thought was that, you know... Um, Flames Odge is like all well and good and stuff, but like we need someone who, who's got a little bit more influence to actually do that. Can that be your uncle, or is he too much of a disaster queer to do? Anything? I would not be. I would. I would not be entrusting anything uh, past his own life to. Uh, like, to Flames. This. Yeah, Flames Odge yeah. seems also like the kind of person to be like, right. Yeah. This but is a house. It can square. Maximum occupancy be as thirty people. So therefore, yeah. thirty of you get in there. Yeah. Done. Good. Don't exactly. complain. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And Ma- you, yeah. you do, you do also have Vendetta. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, it's mathematically. We have Vendetta and we have Magda. So, in terms of potential advocates uh, or people that we can um, call upon to lead them, we definitely have options. Yeah. So maybe we can just shorthand say that we have, you know, tapped Vendetta on the shoulder to mm-hmm. take on that role. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe we can even do an additional thing of making sure there are some scrolls of sending or something like that between us so that if anything goes wrong on that end we know if anything goes terribly wrong on our end we can tell them Is that something that we could also arrange as well? I reckon we can. Oh. Some sort of like speaking stone kind of thing? Uh, like, like, scroll of sending would do the job. Hold it up into your ear and you say hello. hello. So that's definitely possible. Also, don't forget, in case you have forgotten, that Commander Porter yep. did give you a magical Ring. token. Three mm-hmm. charges, which sending. Has, yeah, which we oh. can do sending three times. Beautiful. So, so she, that's I mean... Her. She wants you to use that to report to her, but in reporting to her, you could also ask her to, you know, yeah. check in on things or whatever, you know? Uh, it'll cost 200 gold pieces for a copy of uh, Ascending Scroll, so we know. But if we're uh, comfortable with giving that, uh, putting that much money into keeping in touch, then I'll go with it. Also, Ben, your uncle, definitely. Um, oh, he he, he's wealthy and he has resources. Uh, he's definitely somebody who will, if you ask him to, will yep. gladly oversee and be effectively a noble patron for the refugees. Patron, but yeah, minimal, uh, like, day-to-day handling of it. it yeah. Exactly right. Then yes. in that case, that's actually, Helpful that'd be really good. All right. right. Thank you. Uh, no, that's right. So, appeal to a sense of heroism? <laughs> oh, yeah. I oh, know. So there's close <laughs> to... Easy, man. There's just under 3,000 refugees in total, and they're slowly being worked in through the gate. They're, they're, they are going to be allowed in. Uh, but obviously it's a bit of a slow process, so. Mm. Okay, great. So, 
Business in Boulder's Geek concluded. It is a little bit past mid-morning. Uh, it is still beautiful and sunny today, only a few little wispy clouds as you make your way and meet up, obviously, all of you on the on the gate. The gate itself has still got refugees coming for it, so you know, you, you sort of make your way through the the surge of them that are being, you know. So you make your way out of the city. Off on your journey you go. Indeed. Uh, you go to Worms Crossing. Of course, Worms Crossing is the is the, the rather large landmark that you have to go on the way to South to Candle Keep. There's basically two great big bridges meet at a tall rocky island that rises from the middle of the Ch- uh, Chionthar? I think it's Chionthar. You might be right. Chionthar River. Mm. Uh, but there's buildings and merchant stalls on the side of both bridges making it impossible to see the river from the narrow congested roadway that cuts between these structures there. There's wooden drawbridges connect the two bridges to the keep situated on top of the island and the flags of Baldur's Gate and the Flaming Fist wave proudly above the fortress because this fortress is the headquarters of the Flaming Fist. Anyway, you mm-hmm. make your way through there and soon you're on the road. Now, it is you're about... Indeed. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. oh. Now you can still see... <gasps> is that a hex grid? <gasps> oh, baby. <laughs> so for the recording, I'm giving just a map of the Sword Coast so you can see yep. where, where you're going there. So you are making your way south along uh, the main road, mm-hmm. uh, which leads down to, to Burgost and Candlekeep. Uh, it's about a five-day journey if you're mm-hmm. if you're walking briskly, five or six. Uh, so we'll see how you go. Are you going to be sort of double-timing it? Or are you going to be moving at a nice sort of me, just a nice medium pace? Medium pace uh, is what I'm going to advocate for, for no other reason that I've got spells to transcribe, and I don't really want to have to do that if I'm jogging. No, that's or yeah. someone have to jog. <laughs> no, that's perfectly acceptable. But jogging so, is for jumps. Does anyone have any disagreement with a just a, a standard medium pace? Yes. Yeah, back back. <laughs> no rush. Okay, great. <laughs> So you travel. The first day goes by rather uneventfully. It's beautiful and sunny. The weather keeps for most of it. You are surrounded, of course, uh, by the beautiful, lush, verdant, green countryside of the Sword Coast. You know, it's very much like New Zealand, uh, some of the wilder areas of Europe, you know, lots of mm. rocky hills, small tangled woods and such. But you encounter a few refugees on the on the road. Mm. There are still some people from El Torel that are you know, very slowly making their way, either from, you know, like outlying farms that had to get together a lot of their belongings and things mm. like that. And so um, towards the end of the day, it's probably that late afternoon where you uh, see one such figure who, who catches your eye. There's a, an old farmer. You know, just just think, just think of like classic old farmer, like if you look, mm-hmm. if you, straw if you, hat, straw straw hat, chewing on a uh, on a on a re, on, a, on a, a reed overalls. Of, we over um the fantasy equivalent of overall. We'll just say like a nice um, soiled tunic, kind of a soiled tunic. You know, uh, boots and such, long scraggly uh, gray beard. Uh, so he he actually. The reason I point him out in particular is because he actually makes it... He's got a huge bale of hay mm-hmm. pulled by two draft horses. You know, it's just like textbook farmer. Classic. So he waves at you and says, and, and actually goes to, you know, direct his horses towards you. Basically calls to your attention. Okay. Ho there, travelers! <laughs> hey up. Hey up. Hey up. Might I engage in news of the day with you? Can I ask you some questions about what lies there up north? I, 
I've had a like you know, a live show of the role play, so feel free. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, it's more things. that I can't imagine you wanting to talk to a farmer. Also true. Are you offering me food or livestock? If not, I'm not interested in talking to you. Ask him about his combine harvest. Yeah, you? <laughs> All right. All right so, I'll be like, uh, yes, sure. What information do you have for us? Well, I well, I'm from the southern lands of Eltrell. I am. After what happened to my fair city, I've gone north. <laughs> All right, we don't have, we don't have to break. So the news. you know about the um, unpleasantness then. <laughs> Oh, indeed. Oh, I must say, it's a, a terrible thing. It's good, because I'm sick of telling people about it. It's all wailing and weeping and gnashing of teeth. Terribly depressing, I'm sure. Right, so, too right. So, yeah, so he's, Very he, joyful. He's, he's kind of, you know, gone right up next to you now. Um, oh, yeah, so this is clearly some kind of spider person in disguise. So, oh, God. In, <laughs> so, so, clearly it's a spider person. Everything's um, in the hay bale. And then, and then, at about that point... Oh, fantastic. All of a sudden... The, the illusion Ooh. is stripped bare and standing bolt upright in the front of the wagon. The farmer disguised is gone uh, from the from the change self, actually not not disguised self, mm-hmm. change self. Mm-hmm. And standing before you, you can see a fiend, a winged fiend. Oh shit! Um, oh crap! This person looks like kind of similar to. But not exactly the same as a tiefling. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one thing, they're taller. They're about a, a good sort of seven feet tall. They're female. They have got bright red skin. They've got little horns, like little little horns on the front of the forehead, rather than the tiefling's big sort of yeah. backwards pointing goat horns. Wings, a long, a long sort of devil tail, yeah. and you know, the, like backwards goat feet, like just mm-hmm. a real classic. Wow. A real classic. Sorry, not not. They have hooves, but not the backwards feet. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 Um, But also, like, full-on black, like, full-plate armor, basically. Uh, And and a a wicked-looking sword and shield. So you definitely know about Teltariel, then. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this thing points at the shield and says, Give me the shield now, and I might spare your lives. All of a sudden, there's a burst in... like four (laughs) so so four like what look like warriors like mercenaries basically Um, men and women there's a uh, a very, very uh, tall, thin, beautiful black woman who is dressed in black leather armor and has a rapier and dagger combo. Uh, there's a large, scraggly, red-bearded man who is short and has two hand axes, but he's very, very stucky. Kind of looks like a big dwarf in chainmail armor. He just kind of rolls out of the roll, rolls out of the back. She she springs out, and the other two uh, are just like you know pale, dark-haired twins, and they have got once again male and female twins, and they have got like sort of short, cropped black hair. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, chainmail armor on as well, and they they both both of them have got just long swords. Uh, but yeah, they all they all spring out so and sort of stand there. Mercenaries? Four mercenaries. Four yes. mercenaries and the and the devil. And the, devil. Now this devil, by the way, anybody that wants to can give me a religion or arcana check to know, yeah, to know what. I'm going to roll because it would be funny if this worked. <laughs> ha! Seven classic doctor. Uh, fourteen. Seventeen. Okay, fantastic. That's so, a farmer. Tell you what, that So you know this is a Cambian, which is basically a an, ah. an infernal offspring. 
Okay. Yeah. Of, of a fiend. So it can yeah. it can be a devil, it can be a demon, it can be whatever. They're, they're just... more humanoid devils as opposed to devilish humanoids. I believe they're culled yeah. from real world mythology. I think a cambion is the term for the offspring of an incubus and a priest or a succubus and a yeah. Yeah. normally yeah. normally they come from incubus or succubus offspring. Right. Uh, okay. But yeah. Do so, we on a seventeen would I know any potential resistances to stuff that I should you know be aware of? I mean yes probably as a matter of fact. <laughs> Safe bet. So no immunities, yep. but unfortunately, like many fiends, resistant to just about all the good stuff. You know, cold, okay. fire, lightning, all that sort of thing. Not, not, Im- steel. not immune to anything, sure. uh, but, but definitely resistant to most energy types. Okay. I will say, uh, you know that they are... Yeah, but honestly, they're, they're resistant to just about everything except for psychic damage and uh, magical weapons. Got it. Okay. Speaking of which, uh, retroactively, something I wanted to mention, mm-hmm. just because it'd be a simple and easy thing to get, mm-hmm. did anybody, spe- specifically Mark and Nadia, yeah. did either of you want to spend a thousand gold to get a magical weapon of some kind? Or enhance your current one, yeah. I mean... I, I guess so. I don't believe I spent any of my original money, no, I so I could have just done that if I had a thousand to begin with. You did. Even just getting it like a plus one, or even just like a weapon that's just that is magical. Well, you can get your you can get your halberd magicked up. Yeah, like it's not necessarily plus anything, but it just now counts as a magical weapon. Well, plus one, you may as well give it plus one. Yeah, you yeah, got money for it. You you definitely need to have that happen. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All so, right. Well, can I magic my scimitar then? You can absolutely magic your scimitar. And then it would be plus seven attack bonus rather than six. Correct, and also plus one to damage as well. Right. Can magic. I plus one my focus? Does that work? You no. can. You, you can get arcane. Um, can you? Arcane, like the equivalent of magic weapons for for, for wizards and such. That are like they're, they're normally wands or staves or whatever. Uh, usually, no, they're more ex- they're more expensive. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, but having said that, though, they're not crazy. They're only about two. So for two thousand gold, if you have two thousand gold. You can get a arcane focus that will do be the equivalent of plus one to attacks and damage on your spells on, mm. on any spell that has an that has an attack roll. Yes. Ah, so no, not useful. That's okay. Um, <laughs> there, there is an upgrade. Uh, there is a more expensive version, which is which is about five thousand gold, which will uh, do that, but will also uh, increase your spell DCs by one. Okay. Oh, I'll just give you some gold. Silver doesn't really care so much about gold, so yeah, have some. It's, oh, it's fame and accolades. So, and so, yeah, so. so speak now or forever hold your peace. How much uh, do you need? Oh, I would actually need the full 2,000, but I would also... Well, would you... That's what I'm about to say. That's exactly what I'm about to say. I would not be accepting charity from you. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, so who wants to roll for Rhea? I'm not good at it. One of these two, presumably. Oh, you snooze, you lose. Oh, thank you. We'll just take turns. Yeah, have you... Put it right in well, the middle. Is that not the configuration? Yeah, is that, is that not the configuration? Put it in the middle. Put it between you two. She is sitting between Nick yeah. and I, and we will take turns on her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 so, so the cambion. So the cambion. She points her sword at you and says, "Give me the shield." What shield? You're imagining things. This is gonna get annoying before it gets better. What shield? (laughs) (laughs) Which shield? I'm no paladin. Uh, initiative. (laughs) Damn it. We won't give her the shield, and then. Oh Jesus, H. crossed. I was actually enjoying talking to the farmer. I'm trying to build up my provincial roles when I go on tour of the country. The shield in your in your head says. I can't believe you didn't see through that illusion. 
Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Can I use inspiration on my initiative roll? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely a roll of I mean, you know what? I might do exactly the same thing. All right, people. Ooh. So, who? Uh, Sam. Uh, 17. Good work, Sam. Thank you. Mark. Uh, objectively worse? No, I rolled a three and I spent an inspiration to re roll and it was a four. So, so that's I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. Magnus, you Another 15 inspiration, you'll be. <laughs> oh, that's a. Uh, Six, so I think that's a yeah, six total. Okay, uh, Nick, uh, 14. Oh, good, god, effing damn it. Uh, so 14, uh, not here. Five, mm-hmm. Bill really benefits wow. from the enemy. Possible, yeah, I know. <laughs> I had to inspire that one. I don't need you to be proud of me, I'm proud of myself. Mm. Well, that's oh, good. That's, that's, keep telling yourself that. Okay, cool. So, Sam, you are going first. What do you do? I would like so, so just visually, okay. Wagon is in front of you. Draft horse is now looking a bit distressed, so they're obviously yep. not illusioned. They're real. They're real horses. They are sort of shuffling uncomfortably with all the shouting going on. Um, Cambian is standing in yep. the driver's seat, but mm-hmm. now, and obviously, the, the mercenaries have rolled out of the wagon. There's two on each side of the wagon. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there you are. Okay. So what I do is I yell out, "Split." And then I click and then drag my hand down. Okay. And I cast Sacred Flame on the Cambion. Good. Yes. Very good. Nice. Uh, so, that, that, that's radiant damage, isn't it? It is. Yes. Lovely. Um, so uh, you'll need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, fail. Three. Okay. Uh, and then if you failed, I take... But you're about to say that you take damage if Tom yeah, fails. And I was like, <laughs> no. The hell no. spell is this? <laughs> There it's a bold strategy. Let's hope it works out for them. <laughs> okay. That is five points of radiant damage. Okay, great. So, yeah. So, so, so it, it, this more irritates her than anything else. She mm. just kind of kisses and like... Right, what happens to the horses? Nothing. You you, can, ah. you, you, been, you just target her. pulling around a cambion. Yeah. Oh, okay. You All just right. target her. That's fine. Uh, there might be nightmares. <laughs> there, there might be. Uh, it is their turn. So, uh, they are going to run forward. So, basically what's going to happen is two of them... Uh, now you are all standing, I imagine, kind pretty of close, but he's closest, I think. Close, close-ish. Would that be fair to yeah, say? Yeah, five all guess. I'm going to assume that, unless stated otherwise, your standard operating procedure would be that you know the two fighters would be kind of in front-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sorry, the three, I should say, including Raya. Raya in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in that case, then they're, they're going to divide a little bit. So they are going to use uh, some pretty good tactics. I think they're, they're actually going to go for uh, Nadia first. So all four of them. I, I, I just got to like. Sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Have you really thought about it? I'll give you a second. <laughs> I'll give you a second. Come back to me. What's wrong with us? Uh, one million. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, great. So, so the black woman with the rapier uh, appears to be the most skilled, and she goes up and makes two attacks on you. Uh, one of them is going to hit you for seven damage. The dagger, however, you are going to block. So there's a furious exchange of sword play. Your scimitar and her rapier uh, clash together, uh, but she manages to slip through and just kind of smack you on the shoulder a little bit. The red-headed fellow behind is going to whack at you with both of his hand axes, so two attacks. Uh, they are both going to fail. You deflect, you, you d- display some excellent sword work and just kind of position yourself well so that his uh, attacks can't quite reach you. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, the twins, with their short sword, I'm sorry, with their long swords, are going to attack you one each. They look like the least skilled, and so they are going to, one of them's going to hit you though for six damage. Okay. Uh, basically, that's just a, a nice solid thwack on your leg. It doesn't penetrate your armor, but it gives you a big bruise on your thigh. Uh, the Cambion is, uh, who's, who's holding the shield? 
Nick? Great. The campion is just going to flap her wings and is just going to like descend upon you, basically. What is your armor class? Well, with the shield, 16. Good. Actually half decent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't... I still maintain I don't have a shield. (laughs) (laughs) Keep telling yourself that. Does it go ow every time? (laughs) So her wicked longsword, which is serrated, Mm -hmm. um, just kind of like... Slashes into you. Uh, she's going to hit you twice for twenty damage. So I think perhaps Ooh. I'll cast shield. Okay, good well, call. Um, now what will that take it to? Hey, now you have twenty-one. That now I have a shield. <laughs> that means that one of them will miss. The other one will still hit. So ten damage only. That's fine. Yep. But yeah, so she she is ha- she's quite the sword woman. So she just and your shield goes up. This translucent barrier. Her sword deflects. Oh, it's not a translucent barrier. It is flamboyant. It is this rainbow thing. Okay, great. Um, it is now going to be Nick's turn. Um, I am going to cast the Thairs, so they're all on Nadia, right? All four of them? Mm. All four of the mercenaries are on yep. Nadia. I'll deal with that then, as you guys can stop her killing me. Yeah. Or not, as the case may be. So I will <laughs> use um, the Thairs Mischief, which creates a cube, 20-foot cube, so I'll just throw it straight on them. Because mm-hmm. if they're all attacking you, that will ease- it's going to get you two, but it'll also save you. And then I randomly roll to see what effect happens. Oh, oh, my- oh wow, do it. It's all sort of disabling effects, but I figure if you're disabled, so are they. You'll, hit- you'll probably- Three! Hey! Each creature in the cube must succeed on a wisdom save or begin giggling until the start of your next turn. <laughs> They're incapacitated and move in random directions. Is that me too? Yep. Yes. Jesus. Oh, I hope I fail this because yeah. this just sounds fun. Well, they certainly fail. Yay! <laughs> nice. Uh, my DC is better than that. So you all just break down giggling and laughing and move in random directions. <laughs> so they're all just like, so they're all the regular. <laughs> it's all just like little butterflies and fake fairy dragons all around the bed floating around there. That is so funny. Okay, great. That now, sorry, who is controlling Rhea? Because Rhea will go at the end of whom whoever is 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 it you? Oh, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. So, the in that case, it'd be Rhea. I mean, she'll she'll want to protect Shuri. Um, oh no, <laughs> no, she. No, as I'm controlling it, Tom, I think she's going to uh, protect me. <laughs> yeah, she'll 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 definitely go for the Cambion for sure. Okay. I think anyway, but yeah. it's your call. Well, uh, seeing this, like I've got that under control, you know. Um, so she'll hit on one of those, presumably. Yep. Um, like 19 odd to hit. Okay, yep. That'll, that'll, that, that, well, it, it's important that you note that, though, because the, the Cambion's armor class is 19. Okay, well then I'll do it properly. So it's 14 plus 5, 19, yeah. Yep, so, great. Um, and then she will hit for 6 damage. Not much, but you know, she's doing the job. Hey, listen, it, it, all, it all adds up. So basically there is just a, a really quick uh, bit of swordplay. Uh, you know, cut, thrust, dairy... <laughs> Repost, um and yeah, it just tires around a little bit, basically. So press presses back, maybe gives her a, a little slash along the arm, and, and then I'll then... vault off backwards, like okay. somersaulting backwards, very very flamboyantly away from the Cambion. And I'll risk an AO attack. Well, you'll risk an AO. I'm okay. still got my shield up, so yeah, let's, you do, mm. you do. All right, let's do it. Ten damage. Aha, that's okay. Still up. Damn. If you'd, she has like quite the attack roll. If you had yeah. waited just for like one turn on that. That's okay. So you, that's good. So basically what, what it is, is you know, your shield mostly helps you, but she just kind of clocks you on the back of the head. It doesn't, doesn't draw blood, but it gives you a sound flack uh, as you stumble then away uh, to safety. So, uh, Ben. Yep, I'm going to cast Tasha's Mind Whip on the uh, Cambion. Okay. DC uh, intelligence saving through, please. Fourteen. Uh, that's a twenty. I'm sorry. That's fair she, enough. She succeeds. 
Is there right. any effect on our set? Yes, there is. Good. So, let's see. On a failure, the target suffers 3 6 damage and can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Ah, that would have been good beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Quite. Mm. Yes. A turn order be what it be. Or is it nothing? Is it nothing? Uh, sorry, on a successful save, doesn't suffer any other effects. No, sorry, it does actually. So it's oh, taking... Well, imagine. It's taking five damage. It, it gets to keep its reaction, sorry. But it takes damage? It does take damage. Okay, it takes... So, so it's... So she takes what? Uh, takes half as much damage, so I rolled a ten. I'll say five damage. Okay. That's what I said. Cool. Good. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So basically, so you, what did mine would look like? Can you describe that? Uh, so yeah, basically, uh, Asher with a he's focusing crystal in uh, one hand, peeks out and says. Really yeah. hard to just like to visualize psychic energy because it's it like, really. Oh, is. If, it's, if it's all just if it's all if, if it's just you, yes. you you point at her and then she gets a headache then that's yeah. that's totally fine. It may well be. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like the Professor Xavier thing that more. You touch yeah. 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 yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. the the, the um, we'll yeah. Say that her head jerks a little bit, maybe a little bit of blood. Yeah, and I'll I'll simply you know, uh, yeah. So basically, locking uh, locking eyes with the crystal in the one hand, and I will say, stay down. Yeah. So and we'll just say that maybe a little bit of blood runs out of her nose. Cool. Cool, Mark. Finally. Picking up the Jesus. Wow. Oh my god. No, no, no. Like that's, Roll better. That's, yeah, that's me being annoyed at like, okay. the shit in the shit. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, so I uh, reckless attack mm-hmm. uh, the Cambion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not going to hit. Mm. 21, I think Mark said. Mm. Did you? Uh, 19. 19. 19. Mm. And also, that's Tom, not Mark. Yeah, so I. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I. Enter a rage, reckless attack, uh, and miss. Do you get two attacks now? No, I get two attacks at level 5. Yeah, oh, we are. Oh, we're not at level 5 yet. We are not. No, not yet. Okay, so you swing and a miss. Okay, that's fine. So the Cambion, it, you know, she's a skilled, she's a skilled yeah. warrior. So she just blocks your attack. You press yep. her back a little bit, though. You, you put some pressure on her. That's the important thing. Nadia! She giggles. That's true, she does. But does she get to save? Uh, no. It's just it's just until your next turn. Oh, until your next turn. So you, so you giggle and wander but around. They're, but they're not doing anything either, so... Mm. <laughs> okay, cool. Top of the round, out of the sky, there is a piercing screech, and everyone, including the Cambion, looks up in alarm, and the Cambion says, What the fuck? Mm. And a wyvern just suddenly descends. Sh- There's a shadow that falls over you. The wyvern just was obviously alerted uh, yep. by the, the the commotion on the road, mm. flies out of the woods next to you, and yeah, is going to descend. I'm going to roll randomly for hood attacks because it's definitely on the oh. uh, it's like on your just... side or the enemy's side. <laughs> it's a double it's a double random encounter. Where dun, one, dun, dun. Where, where it, yeah, one interrupts the other. So Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let them fight. <laughs> yeah, so the red bearded fellow is going to get Killed. He's gonna die laughing. Uh, hey, yeah. We should all be so lucky. So he giggles. Um, <laughs> the wyvern's tail pierces him straight through the neck. He, he falls to the ground. Why a surgery? He falls to the ground dead with froth coming out of his mouth. Mm. And then the, then the wyvern just kind of lands petulantly on the road next to you, kind of like. <sighs> oh shit. Uh, that's its turn, Sam. Hey. Shit. Well. <laughs> so it's in the cube then. <laughs> but no, but it was when it was it was when it was cast, <clears throat> isn't it? Yes, but when it lands there, it'll be wait. If it starts its what's turn, the di- in the sorry, what's I'm the? Just having a look, yeah, 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 yeah. Because if it's just actually, it just no, it can it can land outside the cube and attack the dude. Yeah, okay, that's in the cube. Yeah, because okay. it's also probably quite visible. It's quite funny. Yeah. It is very visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll avoid. It's okay, cube. I can move the cube. It'll stab him through the cube. Sorry. What do I know about wyverns? <laughs> I mean, they're pretty standard. You just you just kill them. Dragon wannabes. Kill them. You should tell them that. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you told me. So who are you attacking? I am gonna have to... Stay on the Cambrian. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna stay on the Cambrian. You're doing good Radiant damage. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I was gonna change tack on that. Okay, that was good. Yep, so I'm going to switch to Eldritch Blast. It's a tried, it's a, it's a, it's a tried and tested favorite. It mm-hmm. is, it is. Hey, it is, it is, yes. Um, so yeah, she takes the bracelet on one wrist and taps it against the bracer on, bracer on her other hand. Cool. And shoots a beam. Ooh, a beam. A beam. Oh my. Well, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a blast. No, that's it, cool. It's a blast of white light. Of course. Okay, so that will be a... 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll definitely do it. Okay, excellent. And that is 11 points of damage. Good, very good. Okay. So, your white beam of celestial energy strikes the Cambion full in the chest. She screams in pain. She obviously does not like radiant damage at all. Uh, and, you know, even like staggers back a half step, uh, her feet crunching in the road. That is going to be... Their turn. Then their turn. So, mm-hmm. Cambion is going to... So, Cambion is currently engaged with both Rhea and Doctum. Sort of funny. I'm at a distance. Doctum, are you 10 feet away? Because um, I would have yeah. tried to stay out of the cube. Yeah. So, I would like... Yeah, because you you're, you're fighting the Cambion. You can do yeah. so from 10 feet away, are you? Yeah. Okay. In yeah. that case, uh, poor Rhea is going to cop it then. Rhea, no! Oh, plus 17. <laughs> okay. See, if I hit her, it wouldn't be um, so much. Yeah. So Rhea's gonna get hit twice oh, for shit. twenty twenty damage. Yeah. Uh, How many damage can she t- can she be? She's got fifty eight. She's tough. Yeah. Oh, fifty eight. Oh, yeah. She's tougher than me. She's tough. She's so, um Okay, great. Yeah. So basically, it, it's I've just built up her resistance to nonsense because yeah. my terrible personality. So just... <laughs> yeah, but <what laughs> there is <laughs> there is a pretty impressive display of swordsmanship on both sides for a second, mm-hmm. and then but then, however, Rhea gets yeah, just mm-hmm. kind of cracked in the ribs and. Uh, the wind is knocked out of her. She doubles over a little bit. That is then... Uh, oh, and the remaining mercenaries are going to do nothing but giggle and yep. wonder. Mm-hmm. That's the most incapacitating of them. The others sort of will blind or charm them so they can cool. move out of the square. Right. That's yeah. three is sort of mm-hmm. like the most. Uh, Nick, your turn. Well, I will maintain. I will keep that spell up and I'll just keep moving back and I'll probably chug a healing potion, I think. Right. Um, so I'll roll for the effect again. Yeah, can do. Um, one this time. The wow. smell of apple pie fills the air, and each creature in the cube must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by me. Oh my. Oh. Including Nadia? <laughs> Including Nadia, apparently. Now they make that save. Okay, yeah. that's, that's, oh. okay it doesn't matter too much because being charmed by me doesn't really affect her. Especially the no. Cambion, probably. She's not in the cube. No, no, she's not. Uh, I, had no. To hit, I sort of hit them to yeah. keep right. Nadia safe. Okay. Because if they're all blinded or giggling, uh, they can't be hurting each other. Th- that's very true. Ben? Alright, is there a configuration where I could line up the Cambion with either the Wyvern or the or one of the people? Definitely the Wyvern, yes. Alright, so I'm going to line up the Wyvern and the Cambion and cast Caustic Brew. Oh my. Uh, it is oh, a... Tasha's Caustic Brew? I mean, Caustic Brew. We yeah. You take out the name. Yes, yeah. Exactly so. It's all Tasha's here. Alright, so 30 foot by 5 foot line of acids spews from you in a direction you choose. Every creature in that line must make a dexterity save. 14. Fail. Sweet. Uh, on a failure, the creature is covered in acid for the spell's duration, or until a creature uses its action to scrape or wash acid off itself uh, or another creature. A creature covered in acid suffers 2d4 <laughs> acid damage at the beginning of each of its turn. My. It's a fun little spell. Mm. It is. That's great. It is. Um, so what 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 damage are they taking? Uh, it's at the start of their turn. Oh, at the start of their turn. And, okay. and um, Cambion takes 9 damage from rare. Oh, That's great. Yep. Okay, great. So, the, yeah, the sword... The sword fight continues. The Cambion is now looking tired. She's sort of breathing heavily a little bit. How much does a healing potion heal, by the way? 2d8 plus 5. Okay. Um, 
the Wyvern Wyvern yes uh, it'd be a pretty massive threat yeah, for, yeah. even on its own for us yeah yes. yeah, yeah. It, it, a, a reasonable challenge for you would be just the Wyvern so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, that we, is... did we roll like a zero <laughs> yeah what the fuck did yeah. we roll <laughs> it's fun it's fun times uh, Mom, good <laughs> <laughs> It's fun times, Tom. Oh, wow, I guess yeah. you didn't need the shield to deflect so hard. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, when that came in, I was like, oh, Tom's doing some sort of DM saving throw because, oh, the party's doing so bad. Here comes, like, a griffin from the city to save us. No, yeah. let's make this encounter harder. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll. Change oh. tack. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to reckless attack. Now, is it wyvern or wyvern, or does it yeah, not matter so much? It? Um, I'm just going Technically, it's a Wyvern. Yes. Wyvern. Wyvern. I'm going to attack the Wyvern. Wyvern ho. But you know what? Yeah, you the can, yeah. I was thinking about making that drink. Uh, does an 18 hit the Wyvern? It does, yes. Yay. Thank. Actually, uh, pretty easy to hit. Natural, uh, it, natural armor makes yeah. it 13. I, f- I think. Okay. No, I did add. So, how much damage? Uh, I just panicked for a second because I thought I hadn't added the plus one for the magic weapon. But I did. But I do. <laughs> uh, so, that is. No, the first attack wouldn't have hit because I did really badly. Mm-hmm. Even with a 13? Yeah. No, uh, even raging because I get a plus 2. Oh. Uh, first attack would still would have been an 18, but that's fine. Um, so I, this one hits anyway, but I add an extra 2 to damage. So that's for, uh, that's 10 damage overall to the Wyvern. Okay, great. And yep. because I'm raging, uh, my ancestors pop up. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Eee. And start swarming the Wyvern. Oh, you go here, you big pseudo dragon, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, here with your cat. Face. Oh, look at me with my two wings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> scorpion tail, that's scary. I'm a little bit extra, aren't I? <laughs> I think you guys Nadia, it is now your turn. You you needed ch- to, you, importantly, you needed to make a wisdom save to resist my apple pie. <laughs> True story. Okay. The effect Ooh, has, t- has yeah. changed to, to a charm. Okay. Affect but it won't okay. have, like you'll just be charmed so by I, me. So I'm doing another wisdom check. Yes, yeah. but it won't affect your combat. But I want to see if you're charmed by me. Oh, uh, you are no. not. You've seen too much of my nonsense. I'm <laughs> natural twenty. Yeah. That's good. Great. But you can act. That's not true. Nineteen. So it is now your turn. I feel like sure you should get advantage to avoid being charmed by me. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget your smites. Smites. Um. So I, I can now. I don't have my two attacks yet. No. Mm-hmm. You're not level five yet. If we kill one more dude, we'll be level five. No. <laughs> so you, who, who were you attacking? Big mood. Um, I was. Was it? Is the guy with the two scimitars still up? The person with the two. The red bearded fellow with the two axes is dead from the, the wyvern poison. Okay. Um, the black woman who's the fencer is in, is up in your face, and the other and the, and the twins are as well. Um, yeah, yeah, the the fencer. Now, do you want to spend your inspiration to reroll? Uh, what are we doing for the rest of the day? No, I'm, I'm dying. No, if you don't re-roll. I'm yeah. dying. Lying on the ground like this. This is too. Okay, I'll, I'll spend it. Challenging encounters. <laughs> Someone's done something to annoy Tom. I wonder. Oh, can't imagine what. <laughs> So I rolled a three again. Maybe <laughs> 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 used to die. I bought you, and you get a better roll. Oh, oh really? Sure. Maybe some like sage oh, in here or something. Okay, so yeah, well, like good. decursed Nadia. Oh no, both well. So my entire life's cursed. Ironically, yeah. uh, I will actually no. It's my it's my second twenty of the game, um, but my first my first critical hit, which is the wyvern critically hitting the fencer woman, um, oh, uh, has so, disadvantage. Uh, what? Oh, so she has disadvantage. No, right. the wyvern has disadvantage to attack her because his spirits are swarming. Because my oh, spirits yeah. are swarming. So oh, really there we go. Goes to you. There we go. 
Still hits her though, uh, but just not a critical hit, which is very good. Uh, she is dead as a doornail. Yes, oh, no. That was the start of the weapon's turn? Yes. The weapon's turn, sorry. Oh, yes, yes, Five yes. Five yes. damage. Oh, take that, Warman. Acid damage. Yeah, so it is not like acid at all, in the mm. least bit, actually. It's not good. Like acid. Uh, but no, so the fencer woman is now dead. She falls down to the ground, convulsing with poison, um, oh, just frothing at the mouth. She has resistance. If, like, it would half damage still kill her? No. She's poisoned and hurt. She has, it's, it's the way that the thing attacks. She has resistance to the weapon's attack. Oh, Because right. of the spirits. Oh, okay. In that case then, she's not dead, but she's very hurt. Uh, as, as she, she, gets, she gets stabbed with the wyvern's poisonous tail in, in the ribs, and she just kind of like, like half, like, half vomits and starts to froth from the Your poison. Your helping is not helping in this instance. Yeah. 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 It's keeping them That's up right. for longer. It is so the wyvern can attack them and not miss. So it's randomly. Right. Top of the round, Sam. Yep, blasting away. <laughs> One of my spirits just jumping in front of her. You best be grateful, lass. Okay, that is not gonna hit. I don't think. Uh, Seventeen. Nope. Okay. Right. The cambion is probably uh, miss. Uh, yep. So unfortunately, the cambion uh, does my, you deflects off her armor basically. Yep. Um, yep, so yep. She, she turns to you in anger. It's now their turn. Uh, she is going to uh, continue to attack Rhea, actually. Will, what's, what's Rhea's AC again? 17. 17. Uh, that is one hit and one miss, so another 10 damage to Rhea. Once again, the sword fight just continues. Press, mm-hmm. He presses her back. The wings kind of flap at her and sort of uh, surround her, oh. distracting her. Uh, she's not doing terribly well. She gets a good cop in the stomach. Yes, Ben? Four damage on the cambion. Oh, good. And that's acid, right? Yes. Yeah, so she's like, um, and then it's the what remains of the mercenaries, which is just the well, actually all of them. Um, so they are no longer under any no effect. If they were, they'd just be charmed to Correct. me, but that has no bearing on what's happening. So the fancy woman is going to try to dispatch Shuri once again, pressing the attack. She was thrust, 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 slashing blades. Uh, Shuri, will you please uh, go ahead and take eight damage? Yes. I will. Yep, as a dagger just, just kind of delicately nicks you on the neck. And then the twins are also going to attack you. Uh, one of them is going to hit you for six damage, the other one's going to miss. So you're just surrounded on all sides by the, these mercenaries hacking into you. Nick. Um, okay, so I'll roll on the thing again, and then I'm going to do something else. Uh, let's see what you get. Uh, four. Uh, the ground turns to sweet molasses, making it difficult to rain. Once again, it doesn't really have much of an effect there. But, okay. uh, hey, good to know. What else? And I am going to use uh, Major Illusion, the mm-hmm. spell, mm-hmm. to create it's a 20 foot cube illusion that sounds, smells, hears, everything seems real about it, uh-huh. which doesn't touch anything, mm-hmm. to create a. Uh, is the Werven look male or female? Do we know any particular. Oh no! You can give me a uh, knowledge nature check. Good, that's gonna fail. Let's see Let's see how good I am at. Wouldn't it be fun if Nick had some spells that were combat spells? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to create the illusion of a Werven circling this Werven, screaming at it, roaring at it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool beans. This is not the problem right now. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so that happens. An- another Werven. I mean, man, everyone freaks out, by the way. Uh, the mercenaries are just like, fuck! The Cambion also is just like, Argh. I feel like Wervens are quite territorial, <laughs> so we'll see how that works. We'll see how that goes. Okay, Ben? Uh, let's see. At the present, uh, the the Wyvern and the uh, three remaining mercenaries or two? There are three. Yeah. Three? All right. <laughs> Mark saved the life of one. Uh, well, bless him. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, it just, it's just how it happens. I don't choose it. It's yeah. It's <laughs> All right. They're on difficult terrain at the moment. My thinking is... and sh- I've just seen Shuri take eight points of damage. Yes. So I will cast uh, Shatter 
which will be in such a configuration that it gets the Wyvern, the three mercenaries, and I can exclude uh, Sherry with Sculpt Spell. Splendid. And is that a, that's a save? That is a save. It's a constitution saving throw. They fail. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I, I, rolled, one, I rolled once for all of them, and yep. I rolled a four. Understood. Mm. Ugh, not rolling well. Uh, nine points of damage to everyone. To everyone. Okay, great. So the two twins... Are yep. dead. Mm-hmm. Shatter. I mean, it's pretty violent. Like they are yeah. just, blasted back, and one of them snaps in half. The other one's head just falls backward like a Pez dispenser. Mm-hmm. Um, better than they both die. Uh, and actually, be sad otherwise. that will kill the fencer woman as well. Sweet. Now, so she also. I mean, she her ribs just kind of implode. It's, it's really, it's really gross. Uh, a, a fountain of blood vomits out of her mouth, and they all fall down to the ground, broken and crippled. See, um, I love Tom can describe violence so beautifully. But give him some avocado toast. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't do it. Not if it was the most vile thing, you could describe it. Mark, hi. Um, should I still focus on the Wyvern, or should I focus on the Cambrian? Sorry, yes, done. My apologies. Uh, how far away is the Wyvern slash Cambrian from me? To uh, 15 feet. 15 feet? I am getting the heck out of there. <laughs> you move back. Let's round that up to a comfortable 35. Yes. <laughs> As comfortable 35. In fact, I'm going to go a couple of steps beyond that. So you can. You my, can, you can. So first of all, I'm moving 30 feet back, so 45 feet. But this got wings, and so does the Cambrian, so I'm not in a mood to actually get yet. Ben waves at you from Candle Keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am, journey. I'm going to <laughs> How use. Does he do that in a turn? So I'm going to use my bonus. Actually, no, I passed the spell, so technically that worked. Okay, carry on. Yeah, 45, 50 feet. Uh, <laughs> can the Wyvern make a DC 14 strength saving throw, please? Strength. Uh, it's pretty good, but it fails because it rolls a five. Sweet. I push it back five feet as well with my uh, <laughs> telekine- telekinesis. Just extra distance. Shoot! 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 Into the cube. Hey, look, you can do other things. You can yes, do I will yeah. do that. Into the cube. So Which is also molasses at the moment. Yeah, that's perfect. Ah. That's really good. <laughs> that is fucking perfect. Which okay. also has sherry in it. Mm, yeah. Should be fine. I feel like, oh. Mark, I feel like your character's like, oh, wow, look, at it can be used for other things um, besides keeping poor people away. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what do you do? Uh, I, I, I continue to 1v1 the widen. Great. <laughs> Fight me 1v1. It's a what? I'm there. The lion has not been fighting you 1v1. <laughs> Fight me! Fight me! Well, we will now. We have no mercenaries. Uh, Alright, so sure that's reckless right. attack. Yep. yep. Uh, 14 plus 6 is a hit. A natural 20. Mm-hmm. There are some who consider that 20 to be <laughs> unnatural. Stop it. <laughs> Not from the Do it. <laughs> Very good, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's going to be really funny if I make the Wyvern laugh. Well, you know, people appreciate someone who can make them laugh. Uh, 13 damage. To the Wyvern? To the Wyvern. Yep, okay. So your, your halberd just like slashes yep. down. You cut a, a little ribbon out of its wing and like give it a good gash along its rear flank. And my ancestor spirits continue to harangue it. <laughs> you look at you bleeding on the road. You have some fucking terrible lizard, aren't you? <laughs> um, all right, that's going to be Nadia. Does the scorpion tail not make it difficult to lick your ass? <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, Doctrine's is like, it's so mixed everywhere, kind of like broadly New York accent, but like, his ancestors are just the most fucking dwarfiest yeah. dwarfs yeah. that ever dwarf. You, you gotta go Well, classic. you're a first generation. Not yet. To, uh... Dwarf Dwarfs giving must have been so much fun. <laughs> oh god, there's so much L. <laughs> and just talking about all the other races. <laughs> the fucking elves! <laughs> Grow a beard! <laughs> I don't know if they hate about elves! 
Why go to the short and sweet when you can have it with you all the time? <laughs> yeah, because I imagine Doctor felt quite home <laughs> because of the arguments. <laughs> yeah. So, Nadia, you are now face to face with a wyvern. Doctor has been hacking into it, but now the, all the mercenaries are dead, and you're right next to it. So, what do you do? Um, I attempt to hit it with. Now my battle axe. Okay. 16. 16 blood hit. Yeah. Oh, really? The wyvern, there's only armor class 13. Are you trying to smite in there? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. 2d8. I mean, does it radiant damage is not going to do anything nah. special to it's it. It's just a lot of damage. But it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's an extra not 2d8. Not, not damage. Not yet. So in total, including the 2 extra d8 from your smite. Oh, uh, sorry, it's 11 damage. Okay, cool. Awesome. Glowing white light uh, surrounds your battle axe as you call out to your god, Ilmata. Striking the wyvern, thwack right into its leg, uh, tearing out a huge chunk. And that is going to be the wyvern's turn. Wyvern's going to go for Nadia. Oh shit, sorry, I don't add two to my damage, do I? No, oh, you do. It plus two damage if you you're raging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, good. Ben, sorry. Six damage on the wyvern. Oh, good. With the, with, with the acid. Yes. Oh, now that's interesting. So it's going to continue to take it. Until, Until it takes an action to clean it off. You know what? It's going to do that. It's going to do. It, it, it's, Sweet. It's, it's an animal. It's not going to sit there burning on, with acid. It'll it'll take its action. It won't, it won't attack Nadia. It'll just kind of like rah, roll awesome. around on the road doing that sort of thing. Yep. Um, top of the round, Sam. Yes. I'm going to start blasting on the wyvern. <laughs> We've got a very the camp is still up. Oh, it is, isn't it? Okay, yeah, no, nah. I'm going to keep going on that. <laughs> the Cambian's just standing here like. What the fuck? Excuse me, we were having a fight. <laughs> I, am, I am very threatening. Oh, well, uh, not for much longer, maybe. Oh, yeah. Natural 20. Hey. Oh, great. Yes. Uh, so, is this uh, Eldritch? Eldritch Blaze. Eldritch. <laughs> yes. So, 2D. The Eldritch's Blast. Ten. Now, other types of blasts are available. <laughs> but for our purposes you know today, what? we're using an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yes. Available from any Warlock patron. Storeboard is fine. Storeboard is fine. So then I started blasting. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, that is 17 damage. Hey. Wow. That's a good number of damage. Okay. So you hit the Cambian straight in the forehead and you actually break off one of her horns. And she gets this wicked, like, glowing just wound on the side of her face. Uh, it is now her turn. Still up. Uh, she is still up. Yes, it's going to be so five points of damage. Oh, great! Is that's, she still uh, up? That's very good. No, she's now dead. She, hey! <laughs> she burns. Oh wow! She burns and she burns to the ground. The acid oh. gets in through the horn oh. hole that, uh, oh. that you created. Oh wait, wait! Into the brain. Let me into the brain. Uh, it's just like a funnel. Uh, let me just triple check one thing. Oh, oh god, oh, does she acid explode? <laughs> no, it's acid resistance. I think it's checking. No, she does not have resistance to acid, so that's, that's good. Uh, so yeah, she she just goes and is, and is consumed in hellfire. I wonder how like fiends when Tom's playing them when they're getting frustrated that something just turned into his ah, noises. Yeah, they all are at heart. Just big old imps. That is then uh, next turn. I will. Uh, well, I'll just roll on the dice. Oh, no. I'll, I'll drop the I'll drop the hair thing because I don't want it being blinded. Okay. It's to be blinded because what I want to do now is have my illusion, which I can fully move and like do as my action. Uh-huh. Right. Have this other fake wife and swoop it and scream at it and all the rest of it. Not yeah, actually yeah. touching it, but like... Hinder. Hinder, harassing, and then starting to fly away. Like, hey, get out of my territory type What's thing. The, okay. What's the, like the thing? Cool. Concentration? Yes, which is why I've dropped it now because I have to move this. Yeah. yeah. So it would have been dropped already. Or do you have to drop it? Yes. Your turn. Is it? Oh. Okay, sorry, I thought the Wyvern was going first. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Frostbite on the Wyvern. Uh, that is 21 to hit. 
Yes. Uh, for two points of damage, but it has disadvantage on its next uh, attack. Okay, that's not too bad. Mark. But it already has disadvantage. Does it? To attack pretty much anyone else but me. Oh, okay, well it has disadvantage to attack you now. Well, I'm doing reckless attack, so it all... So it cancels out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Out. The system is working, is what I'm saying. <laughs> if I'm doing reckless attack, and then it has two sets of disadvantage. No, they don't count, they don't stack. Oh, yeah. Oh, Alright, uh, so that is a 17 to hit. Yes. I believe is successful. You swing your halberd at the wyvern. I swing my halberd at the wyvern. <laughs> I try to sever the table. The, the, t- the table? I try to sever the tail Good. because I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Okay. And if I sever the table, I can carve it. Good. And make a sword out of it. <laughs> uh, 11 damage. Okay, good. So that's fine. Uh, the wyvern is looking, is looking distressed. Nadia. Um, I distress it further. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Furthering the distress of the wyvern. <laughs> I just... I do not. <laughs> you swing you all your fortune. I myself am distressed. So the wyvern is, is wounded, bleeding. It has got all these things around. It has got another wyvern mm-hmm. up in its business. The wyvern is going to flee. Are you going to do an AO, uh, yeah. provoking AOs from all of you if, if you if you so choose? So, yes. Doctor Raya and Doc and oh, and yes. Doctor and Nadia can all get an, Ooh, an, an AO as it takes flight. Mm. Ah, that's a hit. I don't think we get one thing. Oh, Five dang. damage from Raya. Okay. Eleven damage from Doctor. Oh, nice. Good yeah, pretty wounded. And Ten damage. You kill it. Nice. Hey. So yeah, it goes to flee. You slay it. Thump down to the ground. <sighs> right. Uh, in your head, they should be splendid. Yeah. That really could not have worked out better. Beautiful entertainment. I didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for my sycophantic worshippers. Honestly, live as long as I do and you pick up the worst followers. Yeah, it sounds embarrassing. You should take the poison from the wyvern. Useful stuff. Well, I kind of wanted to chop off the tail and see if he could wear it as a scarf. I guess while he's doing that, I would like to... I'm probably going to have to roll something like survival or nature. Medicine? Yeah. Medicine? Medicine or survival, I guess. I actually have survival. Yeah, survival will do it. Yeah. Okay. To harvest... Yeah, from an animal. To harvest animals, you know. So yeah, I guess I take out my daggers and... Yeah, are you going to spend the time doing that? Yep. Yeah. Um, Do I need to roll for it? Of course you do. Oh, yeah, sorry. Do you want to get Mark to maybe assist? I will Would assist like because my survival is only plus yeah. one, but I have proficiency. That's okay. So you have advantage on your roll, oh, okay. Sam, okay, to cool. harvest. Doctor knows about carving meat. Mm, mm, mm. Normally you cut around these things anyway. Yeah. Has okay. Doctor never eaten white before? Wow, that is lucky. Um, Nobody's thinking about it. Mm. Uh, survival? Yep. 20. Yes. Good. You successfully harvest. This is like this kind of... Uh, 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 this I'm say, yeah. So you successfully harvest a dose of wyvern poison, which you can either sell for like 700 gold, or you can obviously apply it as an injury poison to a weapon, to a bladed or piercing weapon. Okay. There's a moment where she kind of has to take a breath and just try and ground herself. <laughs> so Rhea says... What the hell was that? I think they call it a clusterfuck. <laughs> and so don't forget that she hasn't had yeah, any exactly of the uh, voices in her head. So she says, uh, and they were after the shield. Yes, I think she was a farmer or something and wanted the shield. I didn't quite get all of what was going on. The sooner we can be rid of that foul thing, the better. Uh, Doctor is just going to take the, like, the, just the stinger from the wyvern tower thing uh-huh. and just like hang it off his belt. Yep. He's Are like, you sure you want to do that? Well, I want people to know that we killed a wyvern. 
Yeah, yes, and if you until, sit on it. No, like on tip, my side. Until the tip nicks you with inside of the leg, and then we suddenly have a frothy mouth. I'm no, I I'm very good at uh, not being poisoned. And haven't you harvested the poison? Poison glands. Yeah. Not the tail. Yeah. We'll say My that character can, doesn't know the difference. Oh, why not? <laughs> we we can definitely say as, oh, part, yeah. as part of that harvesting, if he wants the trophy of the stinger, you can you can successfully remove the poison from that. Okay. Thing and just have it be a it's nice like, token. Like the witcher kind of like a, from a horse. Uh, what's on the uh, the mercenaries? Great. So fifty-seven gold. Nice. <laughs> Anything else interesting, or just basic weapons? Uh, and. As a matter of fact, there is a potion of invisibility Ooh. and a potion of healing. Nice. How did we distribute the healing potions that we purchased before? We bought seven. Um, did buy seven? I would say it's going to need to be between the frontliners if it was going to be anyone. I'll take one just in case. Well, would you like me to take two then? Yeah. I'll take two and maybe one each to the other two. Yep. That sounds good. Yep. And who wants the invisibility? Uh, give that to me if you don't mind. Yep. All right. So nothing really more to say about this point. You send the horses on their merry way. Yep. And you continue along. <laughs> you travel. Yes, then. Sorry, my apologies. I don't mean to keep interrupting. That's okay. But I recognize an idea when we see it. Yes. We have a cart with horses. We let's have just, a cart with horses. Yeah. Let's just kick the bale of hay out, which we're obviously not going to need, and now we can travel a little bit more comfort. Yeah, that's very true. Hey. I was like, Tom's just like, get rid of the horses, and I'm like, they're useful. Yeah, exactly. No, sorry. Good point. So you remove the hay, uh, yep. and you you, know, you sweep out the back of the wagon, and yeah, you just have a nice wagon. You can all comfortably fit in and mm-hmm. save your poor little tired feet. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it won't really, you know, obviously, decrease your travel time at all. In fact, it'll probably slightly increase it, frankly. I'm driving the wagon first. All right. You can easily drive the wagon first. So, yeah, as you you proceed along, the the rest of the day goes by uneventfully and soon night falls and you have to choose whether or not you want to make camp for the the night next to the road or whether you want to go sort of further into the woods. What's your uh, decision there? I think next to the road. At this point, you've seen a couple of other travelers on the road, nothing Mm. particularly notable. So you you think, I mean, you know, it's a dangerous road as we've seen, but uh, nothing nothing too crazy. So you start a nice little campfire and, you know, sit around. Mm. Rhea at a certain point says, these are some troubling times. And I I always find great comfort in someone telling the story of the Hellriders. Ooh. Has anyone not heard the heard the tale or heard the history? I don't remember hearing it. She says, well, I... if you'll indulge me, mm-hmm. reflecting on the organization that I've sworn my life to is often comforting for me. I mean, we do know the story of the Hellriders. You do, because you were a Hellrider. But, oh, uh, so nobody else does. What, well, not, some don't. Uh, some, some, it, it depends. I know, because I perform it. Do you not fucking go to school, people? <laughs> what do you do in school? Raya, why is this About day that? different from all others? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you do all know the story of the Hellriders, you don't have... They're, they're no, have a tell it. I'll back right, it up. Dr. Informants. Like, yeah. Are you just like Dr. sitting in his bedroll pulled up like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. This is my jam. I'll insist on helping. I'm literally an actor and a performer. Yeah, like, great. So she'll tell it and I'll, I'll enhance... I've got performance plus seven, so I actually do a pretty good job of this. Nice. That's awesome. So she says... She, 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 she takes a deep breath and she looks into the fire and she recounts the tale. It was over a century past that the great troubles began. Fiends roamed the lands to the north and west of El Terrell. Fields were despoiled, livestock slaughtered, homes razed, and people dragged off to a terrible and unknowable fate. Terror gripped the hearts of all. The city's cavalry rode across the land, striking down fiends wherever they found them and suffering fearful losses. But it was never enough. For every fiend they destroyed, it seemed as though two more appeared elsewhere. The ruler of El Terrell, the High Rider, 
asked these people to pray to the gods for aid. To everyone's astonishment, a mighty angel entered the city the next day. The prayers of Elturel had been heard and help had come. The angel and the others located the gate through which the fiends were entering the natural world on the fields of the dead west of the city. The angel declared that they would lead the cavalry into Avernus, destroying the infernal host that was amassing there and striking a great blow against the forces of darkness. The High Rider sent out the riders of Elturel, now numbering many thousands, with the angel at their head. With a great cry, they charged in through the gate. The legions of Avernus trembled and buckled, but did not crumble. Ultimately, they were defeated, and the remnants of the army returned to Elturel, overcome with grief at the loss of their glorious general, but confident that the lords of the Nine Hells would think twice before threatening Elturel again. She says excitedly and raises her sword in the air. Yeah! <laughs> there were great celebrations to honor the valiant knights of the cavalry who became known as Hell Riders from that day on. And she, yeah, she mm. just, she just you know, puts her hand to her the crest, the Hell Rider crest, which is on her, um, which is on her chest. Now yeah. we all get to be sad because it's a fucking crater. Yes, mm. exactly. <laughs> For a brief moment, we look excited, and then we are immediately deflated upon remembering. Yes, of course. Does anyone else have a anything to say around the campfire, or just uh, had a bit of a rough day? Was it or get some sleep? Sherry, was it with your parents that were Hell Riders, or just the one? Uh, it, it's somewhat of a family tradition. Not but specifically your parents. My parents. Mm-hmm. They were more so on the business end of things. The same. My father was a uh, hell rider, but it was mostly by name. He would go to assist if there was something that affected uh, family interests, but for other times it was just largely too busy. I wonder. Maybe you could have. Maybe you could have changed things. I don't think there's any point in looking back. All we can do now is look forward. Hmm. Forward then. Rare also says forward. The next three days go by relatively uneventfully. Your travel time on the road is unfortunately beset with some terrible weather. The rain sets in your third night. Do we spend it leveling? Like three oh, days. Jesus. In, fact, wow. in fact, you do. Yeah. You are now level five. Awesome. <clears throat> I know Tom wanted to do so that. So organic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was going to say, no jump is just like... yet. When he finishes the description first. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Uh, you're all eager. You're all now officially level five. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so the remaining four days, honestly, are, are, are uneventful. You, mm-hmm. you, do, you do occasionally see some things in the distance. Some, you encounter the occasional traveler. You do encounter, unfortunately, some pretty shitty weather on the third mm. night. There's a storm. You have to, you know, all snuggle together, all of you, <laughs> in a nice cuddle puddle. I tent. make it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I make it my business to make it awkward. Oh, my God. Now... That's like a loud slap and an mm. ow. <laughs> now, for the fourth day... Yes. Both Ben and Mark mm. disappear into the shield. Oh, God. And so when you reappear, yeah. on the you, at a certain point, you, 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 I, I suppose you've probably made an agreement of just like, look, when, when this happens, we will just continue on as best we can, right? So you yeah, pretend that nothing yeah. has happened. And so, yeah, basically then you, you return. Uh, basically, uh, on the fifth day, in, in the middle of the road. Just taking a look at this... New location. Oh, oh my God, it happened again. 
we just we, we keep moving along, but Adelie's like yeah. slips her hand like around yours and leads you on yeah. as we keep walking. Oh, writing has a word, but yes. Yep. In I feel like Doctor was like just like halfway through eating a piece of jerky, so yeah. he's just like, oh, it's still good. Hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, now the the real question is: Are you going to be? On the third, or actually, let's on the fourth day. We're on the fifth day now. Uh, are you going to be stopping at the Friendly Arms Inn? Ooh. Because Ooh. there is a there is a roadside there is a there is an inn. It's a very notable yep. walled inn that's on the way. Or are you wanting to I don't know keep a lower profile, particularly since there are crazy people after your shield. Mm-hmm. I very much want to go to the inn. I am tired of sleeping rough on the ground. Might be the same. <sighs> Doctor wants to get a good meal. He's happy with to go with that. Mm. We, I mean, how many people know we, could get we are some where steam. we are? I mean, I feel like we've killed everybody who knows where we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Keep um. in mind, while the shield can't be transformed, I can hide it about my person quite easily, mm. given that the glamour weave coat cloak changes with me. Yeah, you mm. can just literally wrap a piece of cloth around. Also the... true, but I mean, if it just makes it look like I have anything on me that's bigger than a shirt, it will be underneath that illusion. Okay. Um, so it's not immediately apparent, like, we do stand out a little bit as a sure. group, but it, not necessarily there's a shield, it's right there, let's go for it. So that mm-hmm. is probably something I'll just have for now, that is sort of strapped across my back, underneath illusions. Sure. That's okay. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Great. Because yeah, it is so a big think, cloak that I wear. I think in then, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So the Friendly Army, um, it is the last bastion of civilization. It's, it's the last sort of landmark or settlement of any kind that you'll reach before you get to uh, Candlekeep, mm-hmm. uh, which should be in the next couple of days. But you, so the Friendly Arm Inn is a fortified inn. There is a 20-foot stone wall, a square wall that surrounds the whole thing as the road goes through. It's well guarded. Inside, you can see there is a small, there are two major structures. There's the, there's the big inn itself, there's a very, very large stable, and there is also a shrine uh, to a couple of gnome deities, as it is run by gnomes. At the gate, you are greeted by two very well-dressed gnomes. They are both female. They have both got kind of like reddish... Pointy hats? <laughs> <laughs> no. They're quite adorable, because they're very, very heavily armed. Like They have like full plate... Wow. They have, like, they have full plate armor. These full tight. plate red pointy hat. That thing's like a steel traffic cone. In fact, in fact, both their helmets are slightly conical. Slightly conical. Uh, but they're full plate armor with their, with their, their little cherub faces uh, free, of course, to, to look at you. <laughs> so, yeah, little gnomes. And they have little halberds. Um, but, of course, you know, the halberds are a little bit big for them, but still quite small. And so, yeah, they, they stand there. And, and one of them steps forward and she has, you know... You can see her red hair is going a bit grey. She's got freckles. Uh, she looks up at you and says, All right then, welcome to the Friendly Arm. As per our custom, I have to ask you to lay all your weapons at the gate, and any spell cast is amongst you will have to tie one thumb to your belt. What? <laughs> what? Sorry? Doctor, I think genuinely just starts laughing. Yeah. That's it no is, problem. As a custom, that all spell casters tie one thumb to their belt whilst they're in the front of the arm. Keeps things handy, makes spell casting difficult. It seems the opposite. I'm making things handy. Listen, I, I, don't make, I, I don't make the rules. Right, I take my belt off and tie my thumb to it. Uh, <laughs> does he get away with this? <laughs> she looks to you and says, We will accept a peace tie of ribbon should you not wish to tie one thumb to your belt. Well, it's too late now. My pants are about seconds from falling away somewhat comically. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, 
I have, I have never, never been put under this, uh, this indignity before. Uh, uh, that was a ribbon tie. <laughs> Okay, so yes. what is this ribbon tie? So the ribbon tie is they take your hand and they basically bind it. Oh, um, like with a big wide yeah. bandage or ribbon. Exactly right. Yeah. They, they, it's the equivalent of peace tying your hand. Yeah. So make, it, it makes uh, somatic components difficult to do. Yes. So in that case, uh, you agree to be to, yeah. to be ribbon tied for those that declare themselves as spellcasters. Yes, yeah, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> not happy about it. This <laughs> is, you know, this is intolerable. I've never encountered such a rule of this in my life. <laughs> the safety of all those that, that choose to rest at the friendly arm is of paramount importance. Do you think perhaps that the risk of their safety might come from annoyed spellcasters who have to indulge with this? Several times, in fact. Anything happens, I can just hit them. Please enjoy your stay at the friendly arms. It's not. It's not that. It's the principle of the thing. Still, still grumbling. Yeah. The inn is huge. It is just your absolute classic fantasy inn. Uh, There's a huge common room and tavern downstairs, a roaring fireplace, and a separate fire pit in in the middle. The floors are stone, and the walls are you know obviously just that kind of you know Tudor esque. Yep. Typical design, you know. Stone with exposed wood beams. Stone with exposed wood beams, all that kind of thing. Uh, it's very busy at mm-hmm. the present time. Uh, it's night time. You can see there are merchants, there are mercenaries, there are all sorts of folks in here. And <laughs> so the, the shield, as soon as you walk in, the shield says, Since you are obviously dense and not easily able to discern devil presence, I will tell you that that woman in the corner with the green hair is a devil in disguise. She certainly looks like it, that saucy mix. So uh, you see that there is a elf. Uh, she has got green hair, because she's a wood elf, and she is dressed basically like a ranger. You know, she's got leather, leather armor. Basically, picture like a female elven Aragorn, and you're not too far wrong. Divine, and she is staring suspiciously at you. Divine sense to validate that? Yeah. Okay. Shield is uh, shield is. So she's a fiend, she, and the devil is not lying. I uh, like do you guys want me to go get my halberd? No, you stay here. I'll go have a little friendly chat with her. On oh, my no. hand axes? Oh no. Can we at least order something first? That oh, I my could... javelins? Yes, order something, sit, eat, and I'll go over and chat with Just her. Just after that, perhaps. I don't want to have to go through this indignity. And then find ourselves having to be kicked out if we have Just to Just untie underneath the table. Uh, at worst, it'll look like you're doing something. Um, no, I think not. I find it curious that uh, they do not have anything in place to detect such villains from entering and making themselves comfortable in their inn if they are all about peace here and fiends are anything but there's a lot to be disappointed about in this entry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was still on about the ribbon side <laughs> <laughs> so do you all so it's, it's bustling like you, you, you're you bumped into by a couple of very beleaguered looking gnome waiters who just yeah. kind of like have got like you know five plates piled on their hands like sorry toddling yeah toddling in it's between. okay we're at least three species class of lower than you <laughs> oh no don't so uh, does anyone want to go to the bar and grab a drink and food do you want to get a table in the corner yes we'll absolutely do both of those things okay, okay. I'll grab a drink and I'll approach the demon oh, for the love of god thanks for listening to shared sagas all music on the show is used under creative commons Check the episode notes for full details.